Alright y'all, welcome back. I'm Rain Coleman. This is the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast. Been gone for a minute now. I'm back with the jump off. For those of you following along at home, I've been gone for a minute. <laughs> so thank you all for coming back and tuning in to me. I took a little break in the month of November and that is what this episode is about. When you're listening, please use that hashtag CBNPod that will be listed in the show notes. And hit me up on those Twitters, Carefree Blurred on Twitter, Carefree Black Nerd on all other social media sites. Um, Well, welcome <laughs> to me. It is the holiday season. It has been a while. Um, I think the last episode that was recorded in uploaded was the last episode of Lovecraft Country so please check that out if you have not had wonderful guests had uh, T Marie had Cole Jackson had um, real Shogun Beats and had a real good time if I do say so myself so um, I've been gone and the reason why is because I was working on a project and I knew that for the month of November I did not want to do anything else but focus on that project and that is what I did. So for those of you who do not know, I write as well. I've been writing and drawing, illustrating and all that good stuff since I was like, I don't know, as long as I can remember. Like I was reading very early and I got into the arts. Uh, my parents were very much into art and you know, it's a whole thing. But and to keep it short, I, um, I'm writing a book. So I was participating in NaNoWriMo as well as Preptober. So... A little bit of insight there. So for those of you who are unaware, NaNoWriMo is the shortened version of the National Novel Writing Month. Now, this is a, officially it's a U.S.-based uh, profit, no, non-profit organization. Um, it's pretty much pushing creative writing. And uh, the flagship program for NaNoWriMo or for this organization is the annual creative writing event, which is November, the month of November, where worldwide people are participating and they're attempting to write a 50,000 word novel or manuscript during that month. So um, I've been doing this for like the last three years, I think. I think this year, I think 2020 makes this the third year for me. That seems about right. It may be, maybe I've done it more. Uh, okay, so, but needless to say, I have lost NaNoWriMo, <laughs> y'all, I tried so hard, I prepped and everything, so, again, NaNoWriMo happens in November, writers uh, pretty much check in, it's almost like a little, like a little summer camp feel, where you, um, before, pre-COVID, you would maybe meet up uh, at, like, different coffee houses, or different uh, halls, or different uh, organized events, and people would come and write, um, share ideas with each other, get that word count up. Um, it was a big thing. Now, I've never participated in that regard. I've always just wrote a novel. Um, and this time, I did much more preparation than I have in the past. Uh, and then, so also with NaNoWriMo, so not only do you have people writing and trying to get those 50,000 words, you also have kind of more noteworthy authors and uh, be they big celebrities with you know millions of copies so or just people who are familiar in the writing community giving little pep talks um a few of the youtubers that i follow uh this this month no in the month of november october november were really pushing that um 
you know, community. Like, look, this is what we're here for. Let's check in. Let's write. Let's get these comments in. Let's get these words up. So that was a very exciting time for me. So, NaNoWriMo. Let's see. Well, let's get into the rules. So you can see <laughs> how I lost NaNoWriMo. And I'll explain a little bit more about that later. Now, it's supposed to get people writing. And the rules they have are pretty, pretty straightforward. So, one... Writing starts at 12 a.m. on November 1st. So at 11.59 on October 31st, you hit, or is it, yeah, 31st, get ready, you start writing. And of course, it's your local time, so it's not like if you're in California, you don't go by Eastern time, but whatever. Cheat if you want, but you're only cheating yourself. So it starts on November 1st, and it ends at 11.59 p.m. on November 30th, your local time, of course. Um, and then second rule, no one is allowed to start early and the challenge finishes exactly 30 days from their start point. Now I didn't lose because I started early. I didn't cheat. So don't look at me like that. Uh, third rule novels must reach a minimum of 50,000 words before the end of November in order to win. This is where I lost. (laughs) I did not make it to 50,000. Now I could have... Mm, there's some things that I could have included that would have made that 50,000 like different notes and stuff, but I wanted to have truly 50,000 working words. I didn't want any notes to be included in that. I didn't want any uh, future changes that I wanted. I just highlighted the things that I thought I would change in the future. So I could have won that note, but then I would have felt like I was cheating. Uh, Planning and extensive notes are permitted but no material written before November 1st. Now, again, with that being said, though some of the notes are permitted, that's stuff that I also did during Preptober, which I'll get into that in a bit here. So there were some notes that I came up with after, but the amount of notes that I came up with before is actually what would have sent me over to 50,000. Now, uh... What else? Now, participants, novels can be on any theme, any genre of fiction, any language, anything, even fan fiction. Um, Fan fiction, of course, which would use pre-existing characters from other properties. Um, That's allowed as well. And rebelling is allowed. And that's something that they consider like a self-challenge. So um, there's one chick or one girl, rather, who I saw on YouTube who, well, two actually. So one, she's a college student dealing with the pandemic. I think she's like in her first or second year. And then she, though she doesn't live far away, she's not like an hour from her family. So she said for her, November, NaNoWriMo isn't a good month because now, uh, was it finals coming around? Some other stuff with school, had a job. So instead of doing 50000 she challenged herself to like 25000 And though that isn't the NaNoWriMo limit like if that's her personal goal because i mean let's face it life happens you can't always participate in the same way every time so that was her goal i think she says she met that i'm not sure i have to go back and check and then there's another uh girl who i follow on youtube who is like really big into editing and big into writing and for her she was like she's going to do poetry this this month or november and so for her it was every single day in november getting a poem out it wasn't getting to the fifty thousand words it was getting at least 30 poems you know 
30 and then you know of course double triple or whatever on what days you might just feel like you know you're knocking it out and so in short this is something i've been doing for a few years and i lost and i was not devastated like there's been years in the past where i have really kind of been down on myself for this for this go round, i did a lot of work setting up my novel so i've been writing for some years and I'm what you would call a pantser. So a pantser and a plotter. Pantsers are people who can just sit down and write. You got a story in your head. Sound good to you. You're going to figure it out as you go along. We're going to write this thing and make it work. Plotters, of course, are people who are like, I need to know beginning, middle, end. Or even if it's not a fully in-depth, thought-out outline, you need to have something. Like, those are the people who, even if they don't have A to Z, they've got A to B, maybe a little F to X, maybe a little, you know, G to M. Like, they have, if it's just bullet points, if it's a 50,000-word outline or whatever, they have something prepared to get their story done. For me, I'm honestly, I think I grew up with being a mix between the two. Because when I've had ideas, I have so many, like, 70-page notebooks that are just filled to the brim with stories, stories I've written, ideas I've had, short stories, um, a little bit of fan fiction. And that was before I knew what fan fiction was. Like when I was a little kid, watching stuff, reading comics, and like, okay, I like this, but what if, you know, I think I wrote one story in which um, Storm of the X-Men and Wolverine of the X-Men took a trip to Paris and ended up like on this romantic honeymoon type journey but fought like some sentinels but they weren't like the 12 story tall sentinels they were like regular people hype sentinels but then like after killing all the sentinels they realized that those were other x-men inside of robot suits fighting against them it was this whole thing but i just remember them being in paris being on a honeymoon fighting the sentinels and then at the end of the story realizing they killed all their friends so i'm I ain't new to this. I'm true to this. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, I am, uh, I think, a pantser first and then kind of a mix of the pantser plotter second. Um, I've published a few books. I want to say four or five. And I kid you not, every single one I have just sat down and wrote. Now, there were points where I'm like, okay, well, I want this character to end up here so let me make a note of these three things that need to happen but for the most part i sat down wrote thought about it like eh, okay i like this i like that let's see where this goes and just wrote now that people have read my books and they have given me feedback and it has been good there have been some critiques. I'm not one that's... I mean, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. But, like, I understand the level that I'm at. Um, but I will say, these books need to, to do... I need to do some revisions. I'll say that much. And so I do appreciate all of the feedback that I've gotten. All the people who have purchased my books. All the people who have, like, given me that good, honest, like, you know, I like this. But this is that. This is that. Um, the difference between those books and Prep and um, NaNoWriMo this year has been Preptober. So Preptober, this is the name. 
that we give to October, the month before November, and it um, and it's the month before NaNoWriMo, where writers all over the world who are participating sit down and prepare their novel for November. So in Preptober, I I've outlined before. I'm not new to outlining, but the amount of detail, the amount of like research, the amount of resources I've used this go round has been so different from what I've used before. Before it's just like, all right, um, like I have one story about these kids in college at a fictional um, HBCU in South Georgia. And really I did a lot of research on the town that it's set in and maybe some events from college to get a little bit of the like business or behind the scenes of it all. But for the most part, I was like, I'm writing this shit. This was going on. This what happened to them. This go round, I actually planned out everything from character motivation to backstory, you know, plotted out the novels, subplots, romantic shit, uh, just a lot of stuff. Now, with that being said, I, I knew going into this, my idea was to get the words on the page because that's another fault of mine. When I'm writing, I'm editing at the same time. And that, I've realized with me, slows me down. So I can get 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 chapters done, but then I'm constantly going back and editing sentences and changing things ever so slightly. Instead of making some type of annotation, like I revisit this, revisit that, I stop. So there's one book in particular that I'm writing, and I honestly have been writing for years. Um, This book is in a series that I have chopped and screwed so many times. It started off as a five book series, then going through getting as much done as I've had, I was like, okay, maybe I can put it down to three. But then even with putting it to three, it's like, is it, do I write it as one big long one, cut it in half and release it as two? Like there's a lot of moving parts. And my biggest drawback or downfall from that, I feel is that I've been editing Instead of just pushing forward. Because you can always edit what's on the page. You can't edit if there's no words there. So you can have all the ideas in the world. But, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Wakanda wasn't built in a day. You know, books ain't wrote and completed in a day. They might be complete, but you still got to edit. So all that being said, I've been recognizing a lot of my weaknesses. A lot of things that I'm strong with. And kind of, you know meshing them, working on it all at the same time. Um, I've also gone through and I've used some writing software, Scrivener. It's something that I've had for a few years and I never really, I was still stuck on Microsoft Word, which is good. You know, I think much like with anything, you need to understand where you are and go from there. I don't believe in putting in money in these investments until you are sure that this is something that you want to do. Much like any YouTube or a podcast or any creative will tell you, start with what you got. And I've been using Microsoft Word for so long, it's just been by default that I've gone straight to Microsoft Word. Within using Scrivener and exploring some of the features, I feel like this go round, I was more focused on my writing um, or with my writing. In years prior, writing using Microsoft Word, I would just write. And it's like getting to, okay, if I get four or five pages in, 
when I convert this to the format I need to, um, to upload for my books, it's smaller, so that means I'll have more words. And it's like, that's not a good way to look at it, just to have more words for the sake of having them, because now I can look back on a lot of stuff I've written, and it's like, man, you could have cut out a substantial part of this, or at the very least, edited some stuff down well, there's one paragraph in particular I'm thinking about where I feel like I said the same thing like four times, like a few different ways. All that could have been scrapped. So this go round, like I said, I think I've done much better uh, with being focused on the story, using software that's available to me. It was really scary. Like, honestly, it's something new, though I've had it for a while and I play with it here and there. My default was Microsoft Word, but using this new software was actually much easier to maneuver and it was much easier to keep track of everything. Um, the difference being, let's say like with Microsoft Word, let's say I've gotten 13 chapters done. Cool. Now, if I need to reference something, I have to, uh, you know, control F or I have to scroll up and down looking for something. Whereas with this new software, I'm able to separate my chapters and my thoughts in a way that it makes it much easier to find. So if I know, I don't know, one character in chapter two did X, Y, and Z, and I want to reference it, and I'm all the way on chapter 17, it's easier for me to stop, just go up to chapter two, read over the heading. So I don't, for me, it's, it's personal preference. Not saying that Scrivener is a must have because it wasn't free. Um, however, for the month of November, for those of you who are considering writing or even participating in NaNoWriMo, maybe you didn't even know nothing about this until now, um, I say welcome. Please do. Please do. But in the month of November, if I'm not mistaken, Scrivener offers you a free trial for the entire month of November to help folks getting their... One, getting access to Scrivener, and then two, to get familiar and acclimated with the programming, and two, pretty much as a test drive. Like, if you like this, then more than likely you'd be willing to pay, I think I paid $42 for it, but, like, you have it for life. Like, you don't, it doesn't disappear. Um, I think it's a good program, and you may have to look, look up on it, because I signed up for Scrivener a few years ago. And the good thing about it, and I'm again, forgive me, I'm not sure if it's like this now. The good thing about it is that I I signed up, I used it, let's say, 10 days. And then I didn't revisit it till the following month, so December of whatever year that was. And I still had 20 days left. So, yes, it's 30 days, but it isn't 30 days from the time you sign up. It was 30 days in total that you've used the program. And then I just, you know, went ahead and just purchased it because, you know, it's, that's an investment for me. Um, one of the things that got me excited about NaNoWriMo this year goes, it's my mother. So to get really personal for a second, of course, um, for those of you new, you may not know, those of you who've been for a while, my mother passed away a few years ago. Um, she was the one who gave me my first set of books, you know, always very supportive and in my corner. And I realized, because I, I, okay, I was writing, I have a lot of manuscripts now, like, works in progress, over a few years or so. And there's five in particular that I can point to where every time I wrote something, I was calling my mom, hey, listen to this, how does this sound, what does this look like to you, 
Where do I need to improve? What can be changed? And it was always this collaborative thing where it's like, I'm writing this, you're giving me feedback. And it wasn't that, oh, I'm your parent, so it sounds real good. And I was like, no, I think that is not smart. Why would she do this? Why would he do that? What's the motivation for this? Why is this character saying these things? So it's very much a, you do all the, the writing and the work, you bring it to your mother and let her tell you her thoughts. And we didn't always agree. And sometimes I, you know, did my own thing. But all in all, that's something that I got used to. That's something I was just what I did. That was part of my writing process. So after not being able to complete manuscripts for like for years, there have been at the least four, maybe five years that I've completed an entire project. I couldn't figure out why. And I'm really big on mental health. I've seen a, a counselor. I've seen uh, a mental health professional. I'm, I think everyone, especially in these trying times, should seek out a mental health professional. That being said, within talking and like having these conversations and having someone who has no dog in the fight give me questions and responses and things that even if I've thought about them, it's being confirmed or supported by somebody who is not emotionally invested. I came to the conclusion that like, okay, this is part of your your issue. This is why you aren't writing. This is why you aren't performing. It's easier for you, me, being me, to sit down and talk into a microphone than it is for you to sit down <clears throat> and continue the work that you were doing before your mother passed. And so that for me was a big deal. Like, mm, you need to do something. <clears throat> so I told myself this year, uh, maybe like in July, August, it was some somewhere around the time where Lovecraft Country was on. I was like, okay, well, I am going to have to get over this. I'm going to have to write. Like, I'm going to have to finish a project. And some of it could be nerves. Some of it could be being lazy because you don't always want to write. Just because I'm a writer does not mean I always want to write. I've been writing for years. I don't always want to. Just like with anything else. I'm sure there are professional athletes who are like, shit, I just don't feel like doing this shit today. But they, you know, you get up and you press on. So, I told myself, NaNoWriMo would be the perfect time. I can devote time to sitting there, following the rules, getting this book done. Of course, I wanted to win NaNoWriMo. And the way you win it is to, at the end of those 30 days, have you a full novel or at the very least, well, at the very least having 50,000 words, full novel or whatever. I wanted that. But I knew that even if I didn't make it to the 50000 I needed to get the ball rolling. And I said, this is the best time to do so. Everybody and their mama is participating in NaNoWriMo. There's going to be a ton of content via YouTube, via, I don't know about podcasts. I didn't really listen to a lot of podcasts in the month of November. But a lot of um, writers and people in the writing community are pumping out content. Um, words of encouragement, tips and tricks. Uh, things that they do to prepare. So this is the perfect time where I can immerse myself in this event, in this month long, really two month long because of October. Uh, so doing this in November was my plan. Getting ready with everyone else in October, following the rules, doing everything to the T. So again, I never really cared about losing NaNoWriMo. My biggest thing was get the words on the page and you'll have somewhere to go from there. So I did it. I made it to, I believe, 
just shy of 35,000 words. It was like 34,926, something like that. And had I have included some of my notes from Preptober, which wasn't allowed, it's not in the rules, I would have easily made it to that 50,000. Additionally, the story that I'm telling is going to be much more than 50,000. I knew that up front. So my goal was always set at 60,000. So I lost twice. <laughs> I lost the NaNoWriMo and I lost my personal goal. But again, who cares? Um, but I always knew it was going to be longer than 50,000 anyways. Especially when I sat down and wrote like the first chapter, and I saw how much I got on the page for this first chapter, I was like, oh, this, yeah, no. Because I broke the story up into four distinct parts just to be sure that it made made this story easier to to manage. Um, Because there are a lot of moving parts and some things that could have easily gotten away from me. Even that being said, I knew that... I would have to go back, whether I made the, let's say I did meet the 50,000 words, I still was going to go have to go back and fill in other things. Like there is a romance, a a B plot, which is like a little whirlwind romance. On paper, I got it on my, on my outline, but once I got that first and second parts of the story down, I was like, okay, this isn't enough. Me as a reader, this one instance here. And then we jump to a whole nother space where it's a couple chapters later and we get a little kind of tit for tat. And then we, like, it just, to me, I knew with that story alone, I was going to have to add at least another chapter. Something to make it feel natural and not feel like, oh, I just met this girl. How you doing? Let's get married. You know, um, not even thinking about like the uh, procedural elements of it. So my story, not to give too much up, is a dark academia story. It is a uh, set at a boarding school, and there is a murder mystery. And so, dealing with the interpersonal, angsty character relationship portion, then the um, high-stakes scholarship of it all, and then dealing with the romance of it all, and then the actual murder, and then the... Uh, the kind of procedurals following the steps to figure out who is the murderer and then also laying in adequate enough clues. Like it was, it's a lot, it's a lot. So that being said, even when I reach the 50,000 words or when I'm complete and I hit the end, I still have to go back and add in more. So uh, my plan was to have it done by the end of December, but shoot, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be it. At the very least, I'm not going to put a a hard deadline on this because I've gotten much further than I have in the last like four years. But I do have a point in which I want to have this done. I want to have it edited and I want to go through the entire book process, the entire process you would go through that I've gone through for years. So there's that. Uh, Preptober really helped me out a lot. I was able to get an outline out. I've learned different uh, storytelling methods. I've gotten different outline methods i've met a lot of really great people who are on this same writer's journey um it's been it's been good it's almost feeling like i'm connecting back with my roots (laughs) uh to be so dramatic and it's it's something i've enjoyed doing for a very long time uh i have an aunt who whenever i finish the book i'm sending it to her like before i got it 
uh, got a cover and did the synopsis and did all, like before, when it was manuscript form, I was getting that mug printed out and sent directly to her house. Like me growing up, this on uh, my aunt Linda and my aunt Linda, me and her were sharing books back and forth. That's what we was doing, talking mess, sharing these books, constant revolving door of here you read this, I read that, let's get this, let's get that, and that is very much something I, I want to continue through this these adult years. With me having this kind of writer's block for about four or five years, it stopped that portion of it. And I've also been doing this podcast and things, so it's not like I've been just sitting on my hands. But it has been a while since she's had a manuscript in her hand. And she's like, hey, still waiting on that book. <laughs> and I don't feel rushed. I feel like, okay, you need to do what you have to do. Like, you're letting people down. And it isn't for, for me not doing well. I'm not putting all this pressure on myself. But, like, this is something you enjoy doing. So, you know, uh, my message to anyone listening, regardless if it's writing or jewelry making or sports or YouTube or whatever, like, try not to get in your own way. Because for a lot, for again, for four or five years or so, I have been really struggling. I've started projects. I've added to a few here or there. I haven't completed anything writing-wise. And it's, I'm not going to just say it, it's just because of my mom's passing, but that is a big part of it. Um, and a lot of it is just fear. Like, I realized I was scared to not have a good story. But it's like, then, goodness, good stories, it's subjective. I mean, you get to the point where, of course, the grammar needs to be right and you want the punctuation right and the structure. All that technical stuff aside, there are books that are well-written that people just don't like or certain groups of people might not like or that story just might not be for you. And it... To sound like an after-school special, like, you just have to believe in yourself, <laughs> like, because I feel like I am a good writer. I know I am a good writer. I've produced works that people have enjoyed. Everyone can improve somewhere. There's there's always room for improvement, so don't, I, I, I stand by that 100%, but I know that I'm good at what I do, so do what you do. Quit, <laughs> quit being scared, goddammit, and if you follow your face, so what? You dust yourself off and try again. You can dust it off and try again. Try again. <laughs> so, yeah, um, all this to be said, thank you all for listening in, for supporting me for these past, what, four years, four or five years? Whenever I started this podcast, thank you very much. Um, this has been a consistent, comforting um, security blanket. This has been my therapy. This has been my getting my passion, my, my childhood excitement out. And I, I do appreciate it. I appreciate every single one of you who have listened. If you're brand new and it's your first episode, I appreciate you just as much as whoever was here from day one. Because you don't have to listen. You don't have to subscribe. You don't have to like. You don't have to comment. You don't have to follow. These are things you choose to do. So I choose to thank you. Thank every last one of you. Um, special shout out to BYNK Radio. Like, Cole Jackson, Sid Davis, Real Shogun Beats, like the whole team. Like I, These people have become a family. These listeners, you guys out there, have helped me in ways that I don't, I think I would have probably gotten to this same space eventually, but I do think having this outlet, even if it is just comics, but knowing that I can come on here and discuss 
you know, the passing of a family member, how I feel about, you know, Superman, and also what what new book I'm looking forward to, all in the same show. It's like, and I've met so many amazing people. John, John, like, bruh, come on, baby Yui. I'm just Jackie. Kill it. Like, it's so many people, like, Dee Dee, fucking, like, it's, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just excited. I'm in a great space. Taking this month off has been hard for me because I really wanted to record so many weeks. And I told myself, like, if you're going to commit to writing this book, you write this book. Don't focus on anything but that. I had my snacks prepared. I did some deep cleaning in my house in October just to, like, get the, the mood ready. Had some candles made a playlist, which I'm like, I had a good-ass playlist. Um, Actually, I had three of them, and I kind of rotated between, depending on, like, what scene I was writing or how I felt at that time. Um, I really did the work, and I did my self-care. I didn't only focus on writing. Like, I, I watched a lot of movies and shows that were in that same, um, I'd say, aesthetic or genre. I did a lot of that. Um, Like, I really had a good time the month of November. It felt like a nice break. Now, I will say another reason as to why I did not get to the 50000 was really work. Because having that work-life balance was, it, it was work. Um, my schedule was altered because at my job, November, October, November, and the beginning of December are the busiest, like that's our busy season. And November is the busiest month because there is so much going on. Like hours are changing, uh, procedures are changing, and it's a lot of like staying on your toes. And there were quite a few days where my sh- my shift shifted. Um, overtime was like enforced. Like it was really challenging to put in the work. After coming from a usually, not usually, but a potentially a job where it's it's emotionally taxing at times. And so I'm not using this as excuses. I'm giving my reasons because, again, I'm fine having lost NaNoWriMo. Uh, NaNoWriMo 2021, I, you know, I intend to win. You know, that's if I even decide to participate, which more than likely I, I will. But, you know, we, we never know. 2020 has been a wild ride. So <laughs> who knows? I might participate, might not. Uh, but I would encourage anyone who has a fleeting idea of a story, who wants to write something but don't feel like you're a writer or whatever, like, look up NaNoWriMo. Because they do things throughout the entire year. November is just like the big event. There's camps. And when I say camps, it's like little like writing events as well throughout the year. I want to say July, June or July, there's a big one. But November is like the, the linchpin. It is the flagship event. I say write. Uh, I focus on that because there's a lot of people in my life who I've met and people like family and friends who are like, oh, you wrote a book. I got this idea. I want to do this. You can write this book for me. And I'm not opposed to it, but I'm like, I can't write the book. I can't write your story how you could. Like, write your story. And I think a lot of people have that same kind of issue that I had where it's like, oh, is this going to be good enough? And it's like, man, you got to get out of your own way because odds are your first draft is going to be shit. Like, these first 35,000 words, and I like the story that I'm telling, but I know I'm going to have to go back and 
like edit for sure. Before I even get a professional person to look it over and edit, I need to go back and do the work because this ain't it. Um, yeah, so I say if, if there's something that you want to do, it don't even have to be writing, but specifically if it is writing, do it, write. Um, if you, hell, want to start a YouTube, I mean, we're in the middle of a panoramic. So <laughs> this is definitely like the time to start doing anything. Be you going back to school, going to school, picking up a trade, learning some stuff. There's so many online streaming like classes like Skillshare and Masterclass and all this other stuff, even YouTube. Like, I am a proud member of YouTube University. I have, I go to the University of YouTube. If there's something broken and I can't fix it, YouTube it. If there's something that I need to try to look up and change, edit, whatever, I'm YouTube. That's all day. Um, so, yeah, that's that. Uh, thank you all for being patient with me in this, like, month hiatus. I'm trying to come back swinging uh, next year. Um... I don't know, and all, y'all, December 21st is almost here, if you know, you know, if you know, you know, uh, but I, I honestly, truly thank you all for listening in for all these years, for those of you who are new, thank you for checking me out, hope you, you stay here, and, you know, comment and all that good stuff, um, if there's something that you're working on, or that's new to you, tweet me, Carefree Blur, that'll be in the show notes, tweet me and let me know hey, you know, I'm writing this book, you know, or hey, I just, you know, built this bookshelf or whatever, tweet me, send me pictures, let me know, because for me, it's like, yeah, this is a, a solitary personal journal journey, excuse me, but I do have uh, people I've met along the way, and I like seeing people succeed, like, there was a girl, man, like, day 10, she was like, yeah, I just won, I'm like, damn, chick, day 10, and you won already? I was so happy for, I don't know this girl from Adam. I was just checking the hashtag and I saw her and I'm like, man, this is great. This is fantastic. Amazing. Congratulations. And it could be seen as doing a lot, but it's like, man, that's a big feat. She got that 50,000 on day 10. Now, I don't know the circumstances around how she started her planning or any of that. It, I don't know none of that. And it don't matter. She made her 50,000. So congrats to her. So that being said, if you're working on something, if you've accomplished something during, during the panoramic, in the, in the pandemic, if there's something new that you're trying, if you're moving to a new place, I don't care. Just let me know. Hit me up on Twitter, Carefree Blur. Let me know. Let me join in your celebration. Let me celebrate you celebrating the shit that you're doing. Because, you know, I think it's uh, worth it. And even if you're listening to this, hell, a month from now, two, three, four months, a year from now, still, let me know. Hey, I just got married. I just had a baby. I... Shit, I stepped outside and went for a run. You know, let me know. Because shit, it's, it's... 2020 has been a long decade, man. I can tell you that. So, that being said, follow me on Twitter, Carefree Blurred. Uh, all of the social media, Carefree Black Nerd. If you want to email me, if you want to send a voice note, if you want to get your voice on the show, uh, email me at carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com. Um, shoot, what else? I don't know, use that hashtag CBMPod and let me know that you're listening. Make this a conversation. Again, I appreciate you all. And until next time, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, and keep on, keep on, keep keeping on. Hey, keep keeping on. Aha, aha. Keep on, keep keeping on. Keep on, keep keeping on. Hey, hey, yeah, keep keeping on. Keep on, keep keeping on. Let me hear that. Ah, ah, ah. 
<laughs> Alright y'all, see you next time.